Welcome to the Live to be Remembered podcast, where you'll learn the most effective tools for leaders, communication, and how to succeed at a high level. What's going on, kings and queens? It is your boy, Willis Blessed, your host, William Winfield. Listen, another episode of the Live to be Remembered podcast. Listen, I got a special guest. I got a special guest. All the way, not from Puerto Rico, not from <laughs> Venezuela, but Dominican Republic. Listen, man, we got some Spanish in the house. Finally. You know, even though people think I'm Spanish, but you Dominican. Nah, me no for Dominican, papi. We out here, though. You feel me? Listen, man, uh, uh, this, this, this woman right here is a phenomenal woman, phenomenal mother, phenomenal wife. Um, I truly appreciate the work that she does in the community. And most importantly, in her own household. Um, and you know how I am on the podcast, y'all. You know, it's not about the host. It's about the guests. Because without the guests, I ain't got no podcast. You know what I'm saying? None of y'all don't want to hear me talk for 30 minutes. You want to hear somebody who's going to inspire you, motivate you, and help you to get to that next level. So with no further ado, I got my sister, the queen of Dominican <laughs> Republic, on the call. Jeanette, what's going on? What's going on? Buenos dias, world. Buenos dias, hey man, we should just turn this podcast to a Spanish class. Let's go. How you feeling, sis? I'm feeling good. Thanks, God. I'm just grateful to be alive and be here. Man, listen, that's always, always the top, top, top thing to be, you know, thankful for. You got breath, you got life. Don't get no better than that, right? Yes, amen. Um, So let's let's jump into it, sis. Tell the people, you know, uh, What's your, you know, who you are, you know, and what you do, who you are and what you do. My name is Janessa Surreal. I'm a mother of five. I have a daughter that's on the autism spectrum. She's seven years old, about to be eight in a few days. Well, on Monday. So I'm extremely excited about that. Not so long ago, I found out that my purpose in life was to bring autism awareness. Mm. And it really shocked me because that's something I never wanted people to know about. Mm. So for that to actually pick that lane for me was very shocking because I've kept that very private for a very long time. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yo, heard that. She said, I never thought and I didn't want to <laughs> share, but I got it out to the world anyway. Let's go. So <clears throat> what, what is your why, right? Like what drives you, Jeanette? What makes you wake up every single morning to go get it for your family? What is that for you? Um, you know, ever since I do have five kids, so either way I have to get up to do the best that I can do. But ever since I found my lane and my purpose in life, it's like, it's different the way I wake up now. The way I grind is different. Mm. I just wake up happy in general. Mm. And just to see my kids just happy, you know, because it's not always just grinding money-wise. It's just grinding to give time to them, to be with them. Finding myself has improved my life just to be a better mother. So that's just grinding to me. Just the fact that I found myself and that I'm a better person in general. And I I get to share more with them. And I have more knowledge now that I didn't have before. So it's like, it's like grinding, but in a peaceful, like smarter way. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's hard to explain, but I'm just a different person overall. Yeah, she, she, she a beast. Let's go. Five <laughs> kids. Yeah, five. Some of y'all got want to be making excuses. Ah, I can't. I got it, right? Listen, man, that's that Dominican style power, baby. Like you <laughs> um, 
So when you hear the word legacy, Jeanette, what does that mean to you? Well, that, you know, I didn't really ever gave that word thought till I joined our group. That legacy is something so important to me now. Like, I need to leave a legacy for my kids. But I want the world, the legacy I want to leave mostly is about autism. Mm. Like, I want the world to know about that. Like, it's so important to me because I'm raising a daughter with autism, which is a disability, you know, and people don't understand this, so they judge it a lot. And being that I've always considered myself a strong person, I want people to view my daughter not just a girl with autism. She's, she's also strong. She comes from a strong backbone. And it's like, I need to leave a legacy. I need, to, I need people to know what autism is. It's not only a disability, it's way more than that. Mm. So if I'm going to leave a legacy in this world, it's definitely going to be about that. I, I love when people, every time anything with autism comes off, they tag me to it. Mind mm. you, something that I tried to hide for so long, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> and now look at me and like, it brings a smile to my face. Listen, girl, and, and I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see something that says autism, you know, autism uh boy opens up restaurant, autism boy starts his own business, autism boy first to be in a NASCAR, autism boy first scholarship. I'm just like, yo, you come to my mind like Jeanette, right? Yes, I love it when people tag me to it because it's starting to view it differently too, because I feel like a lot of positive is coming out of out of being autistic. People are starting to see this more than just okay, that's just the autism girl. There's more to that. Mm. You understand? And it just brings me happiness because this is something that was very dark to me before. I didn't want to deal with that life. I hated it. I thought it was a punishment from God. Right. When my daughter got diagnosed with autism, I'm like, okay, this is a punishment from God, maybe because of things I've done in the past, being mm. that I grew up religious. And being that she was my first daughter, you know, mm. I asked God for, I already had the two boys. I asked God for a daughter so bad. And when I finally got it, this situation presented. And I'm like, God, what is this? I've never... I've heard of autism, just like the basic people would just listen to autism, but you never give it thought. Mm. You know, I never dealt with that life. I didn't even know what that life was about or anything that came with it. So, but I know it was something bad. Let's just put it that way. I knew it was, it was something that wasn't good. So when she got diagnosed with autism, I was very devastated. It took me like a good two years to deal with it. I kept it quiet too. Wow. So, you know, <clears throat> let's dive into it. You know, let's, let's talk to the people. You know, let's, let's walk people through the process, Jeanette, of, you know, how did you feel? Like certain things that happened that made you almost want to give up um, when it came to your daughter um, having autism. So when my daughter got diagnosed with autism, it seriously felt like she went into space. That's, I, there's no other way to describe it. She was born perfectly fine. She did everything perfectly fine. There was no signs of it until her second birthday. I swear, it looked like she just completely went blank. You would call her. She wasn't responding. She was glued to the TV. She was no longer singing and reciting the words that she would sing from the cartoon. She was completely quiet. But I didn't really think nothing of it till my sister noticed something. like Because she has a friend that has a kid with autism. And my sister was the one that noticed it before me. I was just in denial. To cut the story short, when she did get um, diagnosed with autism, I had a very hard time because for one of the um, biggest things that mothers do struggle with is sleep deprived. You know, when your kid is first born, you're sleep deprived, but then eventually it goes away. You know, you have a child here that's about to be three years old and does not sleep. Mm. So that just started getting into my personal life. I was just 
very devastated. The whole not being able to sleep. I used to be like, God, I understand that she has autism, but why does it come with so much? Not mm -hmm. being able to sleep. I wasn't able to go out because of her behavior. I felt like, I know this is a, like, maybe, I don't know if I should use this as an example or not, but you know, like, I just felt like I had a wild dog and I didn't know how to control it mm. because that's how she was acting. I couldn't take her to a birthday party. She thought everything was hers. And you know, kids with autism, they, some of them don't comprehend. And she didn't have that, comp she didn't, her mind had not developed to comprehend like, okay, this is not my cake. I'm not gonna touch this cake. These mm. are not my toys. She was very aggressive. Like then she would have meltdowns for the people that don't know what's meltdown. They look like tantrums. Tantrums, you know, you can, when a kid is having a tantrum, you can control them with like, oh, here's a candy, a kid with autism when they're having a meltdown, you cannot do that. I would have to leave parties. So I started feeling so secluded and lonely and just a lot of asking God why and a lot of crying. So that was my first autism experience that first year. It was terrible, guys. <laughs> wow. And, and, you know, um, it, it's amazing that you're actually bringing this awareness to the world. Um, I, and you know how I always say, Jeanette, that a lot of times the things that we go through is not for us, but literally to help somebody else get through, right? Um, yes. So first of all, I just definitely want to thank you for sharing that. Um, and, you know, I can definitely tell that, you know, you, you feel more happier. Um, you definitely, you know, have found the sense of, you know, hey, you know what? Things are going to get better, right? Yes. Sometimes it's hard in the beginning of the process. But now let's talk about how she's progressing, you know, what's the things that's making you most happy now about your, um, your wonderful daughter? One thing I want to let the world know, whoever's going through that situation that I just explained, it does not last forever. But being that I was a beginner, I didn't know nothing about that life. It was very frustrating. You know, you're looking at the situation now, you're looking at your three-year-old not progressing like the other three-year-olds, you're sleep deprived, your kid is not using the bathroom. You think that life is never going to come to an ending. What helped me was, First of all, you just got to get to know the life. When I find you, when you love your child, either way, no matter how angry you are, you're going to try to find a way to know the life and the love I have for my daughter, regardless, it didn't matter. So just me loving her helped me to open up a new door to want to learn the life. So this is how it is. You got to learn, you got to learn to know your child and your child is learning you. So basically, I have to start being patient with myself and with her. When she wasn't ready to do something, I just left it alone. Yes, I stay sleep deprived, but I had to deal with it because everything eventually comes to an ending. So how did I find peace? Just time. Mm. I just time. She started progressing. She actually started sleeping. It, when she started sleeping, she started sleeping with my husband and I first, but we were grateful that she was sleeping, period. Mm. Then we had to transact, you know, then we had to, transition her and how we're going to get her out of our bed. Cause you know, as married couples, you need privacy. That's right. Yes. You need privacy. So we found a way that worked for us. We bought my older daughter, my stepdaughter, a queen size bed. And we started having her sleep with my step with, with my stepdaughter. And mm -hmm. that started working out fine. Till this day, she still sleeps with her in a, their queen size bed together. So that helped, but it came to an ending. Now she sleeps on her bed. Even when she's not around, she never even comes to our room. But you know how much I cried over that and look at, when my daughter didn't use the bathroom, I had to, when I tried to train her on three or four years old, she wasn't using the bathroom. I cried about that too. Cause I'm like, okay, this is my life forever. I'm going to be doing this forever, God. But that came to an end. So I started bringing, it just, I just started having peace as I started seeing her progress. And then I just started accepting the life because I didn't accept it in the beginning. Mm. So my peace came when I started accepting, understanding that she's different and that eventually things work out. 
So all that crying in the end, it did help me to make me stronger now and to help other people. But how do I find peace? Just being patient now. I just laugh about everything. Everything that used to make me cry, I actually laugh about it now. But it's because I accepted it. Wow. Wow. Y'all got to hear what she's saying, yo. Like, <laughs> there's a process to it. And a lot of y'all are trying to hurry up and get the dessert. But you're not enjoying the process of creating the dessert. You know what I'm saying, Jeanette? Like, everybody yeah. wants to eat the red velvet cake, but nobody want to help with the red velvet cake. Right. So yes. it's a process. We have to go through the process of the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the, the happiness, the sadness. Um, you know, um, the book, our, our favorite book, the word of God, you know, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter three, it says it's a time to cry and a time to rejoice. You know, there's yes. a time for everything. Um, so, Jeanette, let's let's talk to the people um, about, you know, uh, and, and, f- and thank God for you, because. Now, when I go out, <clears throat> my mind, my mindset has completely shifted because I used to be like, dang, that kid is bad. Now it's like, hmm, there can be a possibility that that kid does have autism. And yes. while other people are looking at him like, this kid is bad. Or how come you're not beating him? <clears throat> yep. Now I'm and looking that's that's one thing that that's why I want to bring awareness, especially to the black and Hispanic community, because we all think when we see a kid having a tantrum, oh, why don't you beat them? Why don't you do this? Why you don't do that? Because the world doesn't understand. Mm. You understand? If I can just spank her and be like, stay still, that would bring me happiness. But that's not how it works. And me as a Hispanic mother, I had to understand that as well. Um, It it really took a lot of patience. And like, I had to renew my mind when it came to specifically her because I couldn't do what I used to do with my other two child. You know, I couldn't treat her the same. I have, sometimes I do have to treat her different. And thanks God that I do have a big support system. You know, a lot of people don't have support. But what, not only did I become stronger, but I have people supporting me. And that's a lot of people don't have that. And that's why you see a lot of people secluded. Thanks God that when he brought me to be an autistic mom, he equipped me with good people around me as well. Because sometimes I felt like I was going to lose it and it was going to be bad. So I'm grateful for that. So let's just give people, you know, a couple of warning signs of, you know, what, aut- what autism looks like. So people can easily be able to identify it. For example, when you go out to a restaurant to eat, guys, and you see a child acting out of the norm, like you're not seeing him just behaving bad. It looks a little bit too much. That kid can have autism. Don't judge. And you see, like, the parents trying to control them because everybody wants to sit down and have a good dinner sometimes. And you don't want to secrete your child with, that has autism. There has been times before that I had to leave Gianca because I'm like, oh, man, we're not going to be in peace. You know, I just want to be in peace to have a good dinner. Now I can but when she was three, four, and five years old, I couldn't do that. Now that she's about to be eight, thanks God that we're able to. So if you go to a restaurant, you see a kid acting out of the norm, that kid might have autism. If you go to Walmart and you see a kid yelling uncontrollably, that doesn't look kind of normal, that kid might have autism. You see the mother struggling. Don't judge. And don't start staring. If anything, hey, ask help. Be like, oh, you need help? Sometimes you have, there has been times that it was just me and Gianca go to Walmart and I have a whole bunch of bags. And before she was a runner, I have to make a choice. How do, do I hold these bags or do I hold her? You know, there's a, it, it's a very complicated life. So it's like I have a whole bunch of back and her. You see a mother struggling, you know, just ask for help. Hey, can I help you? That comes a long way. You know, people like to judge a lot, but they just don't know, which is understandable. Because before I had my daughter, I was one of those. Like, why is that kid so big in a carriage? Why does that kid have a pacifier? He looks like he's seven. But that's those are sensory issues that well if you see a kid with a pacifier a he might have autism that was that's what comes down in walmart or something you would do any 
everything to have your kid come and for you to have a peaceful 30 minutes just shopping. I mm. oh. heard it from the guru <laughs> from Dominican Republic, Jeanette. <clears throat> so Jeanette, let's, let's end it with this. Um, let's, let's give the, the audience a legacy gem. What is one thing that you want the audience to walk away with? You know what? I just want the audience to be kind and not to be so judgmental. Mm. Don't judge what you don't know. Don't be so um, fast to criticize. And, you know, if you cannot offer help, then mind your business. That's like as simple as that. Don't judge. Because in the end of the day, people have kids and you wouldn't want your kids to be bullied because they're doing something out the norm because every kid has a, you know, behavior issue in the beginning. Mm. And either way, you still love your child, us autism mother, regardless of everything. We love our child. So if there's anything that I can offer the world to know, be kind and be nice. Be kind and be nice. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, Jeanette, where can the audience find you at? What's your social media? What's the email? My, in my Instagram is uplifting underscore autism. Mm. And my name on Facebook is Jeanette Pilar Surreal. But all my content and everything I talk about autism is on my on Instagram page, Uplifting Autism. Y'all better go follow her. I ain't playing no <laughs> games with you. Y'all better go follow her, man. And she got the color sequence all nice and neat and stuff. <laughs> like, man, this looks like an autism puzzle. I'm like, hey, let's go. <laughs> but listen, y'all, um, we love you. We appreciate y'all. Jeanette, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Oh, too easy. Too easy. Um, we appreciate you. Listen, y'all, um, like she said, be kind. You know, don't 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 be so quick to judge, right? And and I remember that, you know, I went to IHOP with my kids and literally I was like, mm, yeah. And everybody was looking all crazy. I'm just like, I hear Jeanette, you better not judge. I hit you with this chocolate, boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you Dominicans do it, but yo, I remember back in high school, my boy, we went to his house and he, he said something stupid to his mom. She took that chocolate. It's kind of like you guys do a training. I still do it to my boys. I'm like, Anything. when they come out their mouth, <laughs> man, that thing. Wow. Like, get an so I ain't the awesome. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Uh, but listen, y'all, you know, um, this is what it's about. You know, um, I'm glad that you was able to get this message out to the world because it's needed. Um, and, you know, sometimes people lack understanding and because they lack understanding. They go into this mode of judging without knowing truly what's going on. So, Jeanette, thank you so much, sis. We appreciate you. Um, thank you. On the Live to be Remembered podcast. Listen, y'all, it's Jeanette. It's your boy, Willis Bless, best known as William Winfield, your host. Just saying to you, don't live just to exist. Live to be remembered. Let's get it. Amen.